So, uh, oh, we're live. Well, we're starting now. Yeah, okay. that's kind of okay. how it works. Well, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. So we are back here once again with another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 308. So Damn. just in case you guys are watching this on the podcasting platforms in the future, when I put this many episodes out, because right now, currently, if you're watching this live, I'm at episode 137. So we're we're nice. getting there, you know? So um check out the one-on-one i did with uh, mr randy zimmerman it was awesome it was a great one-on-one show uh but i had to re-upload it because rumbles had some odd issue recently where like i would do like one stream and it won't process for a little bit of time and then by, by the time i do check it i mean it's still been processed i delete it and then my other one process so hmm. just an odd rumble thing so maybe i have to like wait for a little bit of time to start the other stream versus doing another one but Nevertheless, all the formals are out of the way. Today, we'll be talking with Mr. The Renaissance Nerd, actually. Howdy. How you doing, doing? man? And you're Uh, part of Legion of Memers, aren't you? No, no. I'm just a friend of the Legion of Memers. I just know a lot of memers. (laughs) I'm not at all. (laughs) I hang out with them. That's Well, It's the thing is, about a year ago, uh, I... Well, it's my fault that you know Dermy Wormy is, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my fault he streams. He came to me and says he wanted to join my show, Anime Odyssey, that I do once a month on my channel. Okay. And I said, sure. And he was a me- he was part of the Legion of Memers. Mm-hmm. And then he started a Friday show with a bunch of the other memers. And suddenly, within a couple months' time, about this time last year, I found myself hanging out with a bunch of memers. And so I'm, I'm, I'm associated. With the mirrors. I'm just I'm a regular YouTuber. That's what I am. I get memed by them, or I get memed by my buddies on the show all the time. Though, they, they... <laughs> don't you find it just odd that you'll tell people, "Hey, what are you doing in your free time?" It's like I hang out with a bunch of memers. It's like, like yeah. what? <laughs> it, I, I asked me two years ago when I three years ago almost now when I started my channel. And when the Legion of Memers started around the same time working with FNT or, you know, memeing off FNT and all the fellowship shows, you asked me that I'd be hanging out with some of their more vocal members. And I'd be like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. But hey, you know, better to be friends with the memers mm-hmm. than enemies. <laughs> yeah. They got, they got your back. <laughs> I know yeah, mean, that, yeah. they mean you just as hard, though. They mean you just as hard. And it's good. <laughs> so let's start here. How was your life growing up, actually? Me? Oh, uh, well, uh, I, I'm from the 80s. You're from the uh, 80s? I'm from You're the like, 80s. Look, you were around I, when, like, Top Gun came out? What the uh, fuck? Before that, yeah. I don't look as old as I am, do I? <laughs> I thought you were, like, 35, I think. No, I'm a little older than that. A little older okay, than good. that. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so, you, so, you've been around. So, this is back to black people saying it's like, you've been around the hood a few times, you know? Let, let me put it like this. I was alive when Star Wars was originally in theaters. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I can tell uh, you have the Return of the Jedi, well, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back uh, background. Well, right I, there. Yeah, I mean, this I use my TV as my background. I got a whole host of pictures, and I figure, well, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put up the original trilogy. It speaks for itself. But yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I was uh, I was born in the '80s, born in New York, Manhattan. Lived in the tri-state area for the first third of my life. Then moved around a lot, uh, all all up and down the East Coast, uh, and then uh, wasted my time in high school wasted my time in college uh earning degrees that don't aren't worth shit uh then you know i uh, got a degree as a professional chef i'm and bumped around kitchens for about a decade really not making a lot of money because newsflash the culinary industry doesn't pay well and it's horrible because <laughs> so, i want i wanted to stop you there for, for a second so you said you grew up in new york actually only till i was three i was a child okay so 
So then after that, you moved somewhere else and you became uh, a professional chef. Now, we actually have a person on here that that's comes out here quite a lot. Mr. Blanks. He's all, he also went to culinary school, too. He was also a chef, so, so to speak, as well. He also mentioned that, too. Like, even in the culinary field, you don't make a lot of money. Nope. So, did you always have a passion for just cooking when you were younger? Did you just like to cook? No, uh, it, it's in it's in the it's in the family. It's in my blood. I'm very good. It's just we're naturals at it. We're very good at it. And mm, uh, okay. after when I was doing getting my first degree, uh, I was getting a history degree, and I realized shit. What am I gonna do with my history degree? I don't want to do anything with it. And about halfway through, I said, "Ah, oh, screw it. When I graduate, I'll just go to culinary school. I'm good with food." So I went into food. Uh, went to New York. Went back to New York. Got my degree there. Then, as I said, bumped bumped around kitchens in uh, around around Virginia for about a decade, and really making no money. And then, uh, two thousand eight, when the collapse happened, when the first collapse happened, and the culinary industry tanked, I realized, shit, I don't want to do this. I hate I hate my job. I hate my hours. I hate my life. I have no social life. Nothing happens. I got to get out of it. First, I tried to then do a lateral move from the back of the house, which is the kitchen, to the front of the house and management. That didn't work. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to get a new degree. I'll, I'll do what I'm supposed to do. I'll go back to school, get more learning. I'll start a new career. I thought I was going to do a career in government, public policy, administration, stuff like that. And I spent another seven years spending, wasting a lot of money and getting degrees that are now worthless to me. And then uh, the coup happened. And the coup happened right in the middle of my second master's degree. I have a lot of knowledge that I a lot of fucking degrees that's the thing here i did you when did it click in your head that this college thing is just a scam for the most part uh the second time around because mm. when i went back uh because the second time around and when i went back i'm not a child anymore i'm a grown-ass man and I, it's very easy to sit down and get the work done and then fuck around which is what i did i was mm -hmm. getting when i my first time around i was basically a c student maybe a b student second time around straight A's mm -hmm. easy as pie. Uh, very, uh, very easy to do again. I got it all done and it started to dawn on me. That was full of shit. When in 2015, uh, I had my first, I had my secondary, my degree, my degree in government. And then I got my uh, master's in public administration mm -hmm. and I couldn't get work. Couldn't get work. And the school wouldn't help me get work. And then I made a really questionable decision that is really i'm still paying for it now friend of mine who i'm still friends with despite the story i'm gonna about to tell you uh my oldest friend from college the first time around sent me a message at reach out to me said, how you doing i said well can't get work this and that having a hard time says well uh i'm living in china now remember because i'd been to his wedding in china oh not you you wouldn't remember that but he remembered remember i'm still in china it says to me well, you want to come out and work for me I'm setting up a business, this and this, and you could be a, a manager of sorts. I'm like, okay, he's going to pay me. It's, in, I guess, he, China. Well, long story short, uh, China was not westernized at all. It was chaos over there. Uh, within a month, I got real COVID, like the actual thing, not what they cooked up on alarm. Uh, and I got really sick. And at the same time, I, I injured my foot. So I was gimped injured and literally almost dying over there and i got the hell out of there and uh then i had to kind of rebuild my life because i lost i had no money got rid of my car uh and stayed with family and then i decided okay i'm gonna go back to school one more time 
going to get a master's in communication because here we are. Communication's the thing. Everybody needs a communications director. I combine that with my government degree, my history degree, my public administration master's. Man, I'll be a shoe in to find some work in uh, in a uh, think tank or something like that or, a, or what do you call them? Shit. Uh, uh, oh, I was looking at national security stuff, so I was looking at uh, not so much mercenary work, but they, they're the the contractor business, contractor building. So they could put you out there. And I was doing all right. And then COVID happened and everything shut down. And I hmm. ran out of federal loan money. I could get no more loans for my, my degree. So I had to scramble, figure out how to pay for it. And then I sat and I sat down, I said to myself, I remember it. I said, this is now four years ago. And I said, this is getting me nowhere. The school is still not helping me look for work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not enjoying this. I'm and this is again the middle of Trump's for, first administration. So I'm surrounded by people with TDS who are melting down all around me, who are all in these fields of that. I realize shit, I gotta get out of this. These people are nuts. I'm miserable. Uh I, I and I said, I'm gonna do what I want to do, do. I want to be a writer. That's 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 my other I have two gifts in life. I'm good at cooking mm-hmm. and I'm good at writing. And I've honed my and writing good at class. sex, obviously. Well, I get by. I get by. Yeah. Yeah, no complaints as of yet, but you know, you're black from the waist down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, listen, I just gotta say, uh, the Asian girls love me. Asian oh girls. lord, the rappers? <laughs> no, the uh, the, hey, hey, I uh, Chinese girls and Japanese girls, they like just me. saying they don't, them, them ladies spit bars, they they rap better than our fucking rappers do here, but I'm just saying, just saying, but uh, <laughs> but in terms of my ability to. Uh, be creative, food, writing, and I've honed the writing craft for over 20 years now to the point where I am. I, I The people I work with and show my stuff to, uh, they say I'm professional and great at this point. But so I, what I did was I said, that's it. I'm done with this stupid career change. It's not going to happen after seven years, eight years. I had been watching a lot of YouTube at that point, and I'd watch crowdfunders go on. And I said, all right, I would played the game trying to get legacy publishing interested in me once before uh, in the 2000s. We'll try to get an agent, stuff like that. Before the internet was really working, where you just push everything online and get responses, that failed. I got gatekept then, and I thought I'm going to try one more time. Well, I got gatekept once again because newsflash, what I do is not woke. What I do is not SJW. What I do is legitimate escapism entertainment. I'm not here to beat you over the head with an, beat you over the head with an agenda. I'm not here to make you miserable with what I'm with what my beliefs are. I'm here to tell you a story, fun, adventure, stuff, shit like that. And I said, I'm going to rewrite one of my books, one of my, one of my original books. And then I'm going to see if I can get an agent interested in me again. Hmm. A gay kept out and said, if that doesn't work, I'm going to make the YouTube channel. I'm going to do what they tell you, build a base, get it going. And when you get to a point, do the crowdfund. And here we are three years later. I am building my base still trying to just get as much traction as I can. And maybe this will be the year where the channel gets to a point where I can guarantee enough people will uh, support me in a crowdfund. And I will then join the Iron Age as Razor Fist created it or named it a couple, a couple years ago. And I'll get my original work out there, publishing, legacy publishing me damned. So I'm here. What I, my, my overall dream now is this. Make the YouTube channel funds. Keep fighting the fight that we're all fighting. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, open up my own small, small publishing company in the end. After the crowdfunding reached a certain point where I'm self-sufficient, mm-hmm. create a small publishing company for myself and for others who just want to entertain, 
who just want to have a good time, who just want new franchises, not to replace the ones we've lost, but to give you something new. Yeah, that's what I've always uh, said, too, is I've told people this, and I've also echoed this sentiment, too. If someone says they don't like current anything, any franchise, it could be anything in horror, sci-fi, Marvel, DC, anything, that doesn't mean that you yourself just stop liking them or hating them or whatever. Why not go out and try to find other avenues, like other newer anime that people are taking a liking to now? Anime yeah. that they've never even cared for when they, when they were big or growing to be big, but now that's yeah. their favorite thing. Mm-hmm. New new random movies on streaming services, try them. Book series, right? New comic books. Companies you would never buy books from outside of like Marvel and DC. Try to I told you, expand your horizons a little bit. If, if what you're getting is not good enough for you, you're going to need to go out and expand your horizons. And that's why yeah. I like when people just do their own thing because it gives someone another thing to talk about, another alternative right there. You know, because let's be honest here, nothing me or you ever going to create in the future is going to outclip that. It's just not happening. That's not how phenomenons work. But if you give someone an outlet – and it's really good, and there's a passionate fan base behind it. That's all that really matters, though. You know, you know, always trying always, to bend the wheel. You know, what I've always said is, I don't want to be the next Tolkien. I don't want to be the next Robert Jordan. I want to be the just me. Yeah, I'm not looking mm-hmm. to replace them. I'm not looking to get them. If someday somebody can take my books and put them on a shelf and say, "I want you on the same shelf with these guys," because I enjoy what you're saying, that's good enough for me historically. I uh, I don't believe that when i get going when the when if if and when the crowdfund takes off and the books are coming out this and that i'm not expecting to go down in history the way tolkien has gone down but i'd like to be known for providing original fantasy original science fiction worlds where people got invested and enjoyed the stories and that's it and i'd like to make some money off of it in my lifetime too <laughs> because that's what i'm doing it's that and youtube that's it that, that's the thing that a lot of people just don't understand when they when it comes to this stuff is because I know people would probably look at like your channel and go, well, you have all these videos and they do pretty well, but your channel's at this size. Because I was at your size before. Mm-hmm. I, I lost my original YouTube channel because, you know, mm-hmm. reasons, hate speech. <laughs> you know, you criticize the Looney Tunes and apparently yeah. that's wrong now. So yeah. I, I took my second channel and rebranded it to my main one. So I'm just covering everything that involves gaming, league, just anything mm-hmm. there. So people would look at the same channel that me and you would have our side and they're like, well, are you not growing it? What's happening to you? It's like, this is how it is. This is it's part the of the algorithm. Journey. You fight yeah. the algorithm every goddamn day. I mean, yeah, that, I had probably like 3,600 subs when, when I last uh, got yeah. off. And people would ask like, you've been on here for like eight years. And you're not growing. It's like, no, 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 I am growing. Obviously, you you can see your own numbers. You would know if you're growing. The issue yeah. here is I told people, it's, it's, it, it's, like, <laughs> it, 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 it's like the gym. You know, when you first go to the gym, you're probably like really thin. Then you start working and you start eating. You look, you look bigger. But I'm a, I've you, always been a big dude. So <laughs> I'm always a big boy. Because it's the because the saying I think I think it's a little analogy people. It's much easier to notice results when you're smaller versus when you're a lot oh, yes, larger. Oh yes, definitely. Those that, gains that, happen so much funner when you're skinny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, what yeah. people just don't see, and it's and it's hard. It's like hard to explain that to people. It's like no, 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 I am growing. You're just not seeing it exponentially because it's just not in the same way it was before. I was smaller, you know. And at the same time, listen, we all can't. A lot of this is luck. A lot of this is luck. We all can't be yeah. Disparu who caught fire during Rings of Power last year. Oh yeah. We mm-hmm. we all can't be Disparu who who made who just caught fire and the more popular channels in the fellowship took a liking to him and he just rocketed and now he maintained his audience. The key is once you have your audience, no matter what your spike is, you gotta maintain them. And 
like you know, uh, at our level, we only pull in maybe what 20, 15, 20, maybe 20, 30 people during a stream sometimes. But that's your. I was always cool with that, dude. You know, because when I when I first started my other original podcast, well, I was at the Nightwing one after my first one. I man, I probably had like eight people watching. And then mm. later on, it grew to like 13, 15, yeah. 20 people. I, it would like max hit like 20 people. I was always just happy with that because a well, lot of I, people don't even yeah. have that. You know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I remember when I started one, two, three. That's it. And, <laughs> that's just, yeah. yeah. And I mean, uh, I, I run like four shows weekly mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Mondays, I have my chill stream called Mellow Mondays. I've got a couple of regular co hosts that show up, and we'll pull in around 10 people. Because there's a lot of competition on Monday. That's all those things. Got to realize it's crowded these days. Yeah. On, uh, uh, in our sphere, there's mm-hmm. a lot of streams and a lot of the, the more popular channels. I've always got something going on. You're competing, whether you like it or not, but you just got to remember just do it anyway. Now, there's the certain things. Don't do something on Friday night. Avoid Friday night tights. That's just the smart move. <laughs> Don't get in their way. Let it happen. You want to do something afterwards? Yes, we do stuff afterwards. Mm-hmm. But you don't understand what I'm saying. You get the few people you get. They're your diehards. They're your loyal fans. They're always there, and they enjoy your show. And mm-hmm. if they keep showing up, when they stop showing up, then you have a problem. Then you know you've mm-hmm. lost your your rhythm. You've lost what you're saying. But they're always there, and new people show up all the time. And that's why it's good to, as tonight, you know, when somebody invites you on a stream, say, yeah, sure, I'll come on. No stream is too big or small to appear on because there's always somebody out there that doesn't know who you are. And it's your yeah. chance to introduce yourself to them. And so I I got show on Mondays. I got my solo show on Wednesday. I, I'm on other channels throughout the week. Saturday, I do a show with my buddy Jed the Hollywood Scholar. We do a movie show, Saturday Night Drive-In, where we just watch a movie. And then we, we, don't, we don't do Simon Castle. We watch it. We, it's a discussion show. We don't, we're not watching mm-hmm. it on stream. And we do that. And then on Sunday is a very long day. 2 p.m. is my weekly panel show, similar to... FNT and all that stuff where I bring on my panel and we talk about the weeks. It's a, it's a, a flat two hour show. Cause then right after that, I do a simulcast Star Trek show where me and a bunch of the guys, we call ourselves mm-hmm. Star Trek engage where the, where the crew of the engage or some of our friends, some of our uh, regulars calls the USS debauchery. Cause it's mm-hmm. just a lot of stupid gay jokes and shit like that. Where we're watching right now we're <laughs> watching TOS. It's, it's just a crazy, silly, fun time, but that's a couple hours. And then, I'll guest on some shows that evening on Sunday, and then it starts all over again on Monday. And then between all that, it's let's get out two to three videos a day. Let's put up a gaming stream or gaming video on my gaming channel because I moved all my gaming stuff to a gaming channel this year to try and build that up because I, I, I don't want to destroy my algorithm with a five-hour gaming stream every time I decide to do it. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah that, that, that. that's the problem, too. That, that, that's the problem too is like youtube also incentivizes you if you like more than one thing to make more channels based mm-hmm. around that said thing you know yeah i think i probably should have did that when i had my main channel but the problem here is like <sighs> given how life is given how mm-hmm. you, how it takes to build one single channel it's yeah. really hard to just it build, is. first of all one channel and then now you have to build two you have to brand both differently you have to do content for two different shows that's why yeah. originally i didn't want to do that because i was already doing that I, yeah. I already had a main youtube channel i had one for, for like league stuff it's like i'm already doing two channels i have to do a third yeah. one for all this fuck it i'll just put out content the way i want it at that point that's just too much the dude. way i the way i see it is keep going with the, i mean my the renaissance third channel mm-hmm. it's pop culture and yeah. it's live streams and mm-hmm. discussions, stuff like that. 
I try to stick to certain things. I don't, and I started just to what I'm good at, what I know. I don't range out outside my wheelhouse. I don't make that mistake so that every time something comes up, I could talk to it. I'm not left wondering, gee, uh, do I know enough about this top this topic to make a mm-hmm. to make a discussion on it? But I stick to that stuff. And what I figure is, when the time comes that the luck, the luck fairy, the luck, the goddess of luck smiles upon me, and I catch a really good algorithmic wave, and I get a uh just a great rush of subs and great rush of views or somebody with a bigger channel really takes a uh, uh gets a gets a look at me and says all right why don't you come on i'll promote you a little bit i'll give you a little spotlight you build up that 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 solid subscriber base and then they're always going to watch whatever you put on anyway and then it doesn't matter if you've got your uh topic spread out they're still going to look me look at yellow flash he talks about a bunch of different shit his base always comes and watches it. Look at, uh, look at, uh, look at, look at Gary Nerdrotic. He he focuses on just Most, a couple of things. Yeah, that that that's the thing. People don't understand. Even in when you do like pop culture content, well, that that's not all the same stuff. There's people that yeah. are just dedicated just to Doctor Who. That's it. Or they dedicated to just like Star Trek yeah. or Star Wars, right? And you got to be careful because when something dries up, then you're left hanging. That's why mm-hmm. it's it's it like you said, it's a tricky thing to have multiple avenues you're going down a shit you cover but that way you're never left wanting you're never going to be left because let's let's be honest r.i.p doctor who doctor who's dead it is dead it is done i'm only going to cover the new season in two three months out of spite because what the backbone of my channel is reviews that's the backbone of my channel and when i get a review out that's when my channel grows that's what people really love to do because i do a good long form review and i just cover the whole thing and I do it with a fun, energetic, silly, stupid, over-the-top manner that people seem to enjoy. But I'm going to cover shits. A lot of shit I cover I don't like. I'm not happy with. I cover Dizzy Star Wars. I cover I cover Doctor Who. I cover Wheel of Time. I cover Rings of Power. It's all dog shit. The only thing I've actually enjoyed reviewing in the past year was Picard Season 3, and that was an anomaly. It was a proven anomaly. Well, I want to ask you that, too, because, like... Yeah. I actually just genuinely enjoy covering the news because it also mm-hmm. it keeps me up to date with everything going on. Plus, like it also this this is something else that I think you probably figured out a while ago too. It also gives value to your viewers too because you know er, not every day like average people could just check out yeah. all the news, right? So yeah. like, even if you yourself don't like what's coming out, but you're still covering the news, it still brings value to other people though, and that's what people generally yeah. like as well. You know, because otherwise they wouldn't have known unless you told them because. Yeah, would they have known? Not everybody has the chance to sit down for forty-five minutes and go through the slums of the show websites and see. What's oh going God! On. Oh, I've been through them. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So if you're I do it every day. Me, First thing yeah. I do in the morning when I wake so up. Bad. Okay, let's yeah. see what's going on today. Like I like one of like a discussing film. They'll put out an article or like a post link to the article. Like, oh, sorry, I'll have my notepad on my phone, so I'll come on and do the video. I'm like. Oh God, gotta talk about Madam Web. Fuck me. Oh, and I'm, I'm watching the hell out of that. I'm <laughs> watching the hell out of that one. <laughs> and I'll usually type in my notes, fuck me, have to do this video. Cause it, I tell people when you have levels of retardation coming to people, okay, so the one of the most egregious ones last year, I'm, I'm pretty sure you remember it was about Brown, Brown, Brown Fast X and the Flash. Remember mm-hmm. when Variety, and I don't like hate these people, I don't, but it's when they're blatantly lying is what yes. pisses me off. Cause I, I like, like, I understand. They got to keep their pockets lined up. It they're just they they sold their souls ages ago. But like some of these guys aren't terrible. It's just they just sold their souls and they're just fucking leftists. But this is the big problem I have with them. 
They said that Fast X needed to make $700 million to make profit. That's a lie. That's a lie. The movie's a, budget is like, first of all, $340 million it, plus you, you marketing. Right here. My favorite one last year was Elemental. That was my favorite one. Oh, I remember that they one, kept, too. Yeah, they kept terrible. talking. Oh, look. Yeah. It found legs. Oh, look. It grew faster. No, do you, do you dumb sons of bitches not understand how breaking even works? You take the budget, and not mm -hmm. just the budget. If you can get the marketing, too, you got to mm -hmm. add that in there. Multiply it by 2.5. Mm -hmm. That's your break-even point. Elemental needed $550 million to break even. It never broke 500. But they spent three months crowing, oh, look, it made $483 million. Mm -hmm. It found second legs. It was a success. No. You lost money. You didn't lose Little Mermaid money, which lost $300 million. Yeah. But you still lost money. It wasn't a success. It was another black eye on Pixar. It was what I called last summer Disney summer failure. They lost money the whole summer. They made no money on anything. Mm -hmm. And I remember that one. I, I I did a video. I think, man, I can't remember which box office video I did. I, I'm pretty sure it was earlier last year where I know I covered that. And they said Elemental bounced back. People look at Elemental's budget. It's first of all around like two hundred seven million. Just like arbitrary. It's it's two, I think it's, it was two twenty. I believe it was two twenty. People gotta understand, it making four hundred million literally means nothing. Nope. It actually, for being honest here, probably lost more money than it than we we're actually. Oh, well, that's that's here. the budget they told us. What the real budget is right. probably at a hundred million. But you know what the worst part about it was, dude? What well, yeah. the worst part was that the fucking guy in the interview said, "Oh, you know, a lot of the fans don't understand how this stuff works. We could just end up like selling this on TV rights." Who is paying top dollar for Elemental and who's paying for them TV rights in 2020? And that's bullshit because there is no TV rights. They sell it to themselves on Disney Plus. They can all they don't like, sell. Yeah, no, F, 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 he's probably talking about FX. FX ain't buying that. No, no. Who's buying the only Disney's place to buy to that sell is FX? FX. Disney's trying to sell FX too. They're not even going to own it very soon. That's one of the things that mm -hmm. Bobblehead Iger has on the sell list. FX, uh, Freeform. They're mm -hmm. trying to divest of their, of their ter terrestrial channels. They're not making like, any money. Just, just seeing just how much lying there was. Also, Variety, you're not this bad. Please stop lying. The Fast and Furious one was infuriating because I was following the whole Fast and Furious story. I knew how much that budget was or roughly around. It's like 340 yeah. surface level. Because remember, people forget they lost Justin Lin. And that ballooned their budget because they didn't have a director because right. they had to do all the stuff themselves. So that budget is probably around like 360, 380 plus you marketing. Need, it's not like 440. You right. need a billion dollars to break even. And more, probably more than that. You probably a yeah. billion, three hundred some million dollars. Because then they put out the number for the Flash. That's what really screwed them over. So the Flash guys needed seven hundred million or around seven fifty to break even. Yeah. That means you didn't make. Yeah, you made money, but you made money to break even. That's just to break even. Yeah. So why would a movie Fast X with more of a budget need less money to break to make profit? That just doesn't make any sense. There's and, no oh, an average thinking person wouldn't understand that. There's no lying. dealing with these people. They live in this world. The stance and the people that uh, yeah. support them, the shills, they live in this fantasy world. I mean, I, listen, I exist on X Twitter for one purpose, so, for two purposes. <laughs> one, to promote myself and promote and, the people I, I stream with. And other than that, and, and other than that, I'm out there to shit on stands. I sh I shit post when I made my account a year ago for the first time. I'd been I hadn't been on X Twitter. I had no need for it. But I said, okay, last year we're going to do it. We're going to promote stuff. We're going to have fun with it. My, one of my uh, co-hosts, Grumpy Old Vaping Gamer, said to me, dude, if you're going to go on there, do it to shitpost. Say something, walk away, fire and forget. And that's what I do. I have a game I play. Can I get blocked by this person? Mm -hmm. I don't block anybody. I don't mute anybody. But my game is, see, can I get blocked? 
And let's see, I've been blocked by Grace Randolph. <laughs> I've been blocked by Grace Randolph. That, that, I don't know how she doesn't block me. The only reason why I think she did because I, I called her hot. Like, uh, I, I, I called. I said she had a fat ass, and I, I, I'd just be buttering up. I think she's legit garbage. Grace Randolph oh, is terrible. Yeah. I mean, I, what I but said she, was, dude, I, know I, how, I went at her during the Captain Marvel <laughs> stuff, and that's when she blocked me. She rarely has good. She had a few good ones surrounding like the DC mm-hmm. fandom. I feel like the, those are her only good ones, where she was calling out DC fans, being like, "You guys always say you're gonna like the movie. You guys always say you like the new ideas for a DC universe, but then mm-hmm. when the movies come out, you don't show up." That's literally verbatim yeah. what she said. And I was like, and then, and then, dude, you gotta get a question to yourself. Are these people really shills if they're saying stuff like that? Because are you or are you guys just taking money just to say bullshit? Because some of these people nowadays, I have to question myself: Are you do you really believe this, or are you just saying this? Because mm-hmm. like, there's that remember that Boston mayor was a Boston mayor, pronoun her pronouns in her bio. There was one where didn't she she didn't invite like black she didn't invite white people to her party. Come yeah. on, she's married to like a white person. It's like, do you even believe what you're saying? It's just a joke. Like, well, are we just fucking? You just fucking there's us? three levels. There's the shills. There's yeah. the true believers and there's the thugs. The shills are paid to do it. The thugs do it for power. And the true believers are wide-eyed morons mm-hmm. who actually believe this shit. Mm-hmm. And those are generally who I call Disney stands or the true believers. Uh, but the shills, they're just shills. They get paid for this shit. And, and they're out to ruin it. I mean, uh, you're a comics guy, right? You're into comics? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been blocked by Heather Antos because I called her basically called her a whore. In a, in a nice roundabout way, cleverly. Dumb, stupid, me. hot Heather Antos. I love she it. She blocked me in under five minutes when I did it. So that's my game I play there. I try to get blocked by stands and some of the worst people on there. And I, I keep a tally. I keep a trophy list. But I don't, I'm don't. i there to piss them off because they ruined my day first. They walked in here, especially the Disney Star Wars stands. They mm-hmm. walked in here uh, a decade ago now. And they shat all over us real Star Wars fans because you can't quite see it. I'll uh, change mm-hmm. there. I'm a Star Wars expanded universe guy. That I that I I am a, I am a died in the world Star mm-hmm. Wars fan. It is my first franchise, franchise closest to my heart. I've spent decades enjoying it. Not mm-hmm. a religion like Jared Jar Abrams wants to say <laughs> when he told that Daisy Ridley a few days ago, or when she revealed a few days ago. No, it's just something I love and I'm passionate about it. And when Disney destroyed it and the stands walked in and said that I need to shut up. I need to stop. I need to stop living in the past. I need to embrace, and I use this only once because it's a dirty Disney slur they created. Just keep take your legends and go away. No, it's the expanded universe. It's real Star Wars. You can go fuck yourself in your ear. I'm going to enjoy real Star Wars, and I'm going to fight for real Star Wars. Star Wars isn't dead because all that right there, they can't take that away from me. It's physical media. It's on my shelf. They can't touch it. And everybody else out there who still buys it, reads it, enjoys it. Generally, they were there first, not the Disney stands who only care about everything after 2012, mm-hmm. who think Dave Filoni is some sort of goddamn god when he was always a uncreative hack. I was never a fan of Dave Filoni. I've always shouted him, even during Clone Wars era. He is shit. John Favreau is not your friend. Gina Carano did nothing wrong. And Kathleen Kennedy is horrible. Because what was your first reaction? When oh. let's say you watch The Force Awakens, oh, I, I knew it was going to be shit before it came out. As <laughs> soon as they, as soon as they threw out the expanded universe, as soon as I watched how it was breaking down, I knew it was going to be shit. I was one of those few people that said, "In a few years, you're going to be where I am. You're going to be calling this shit. You're going to be angry." I blackpilled. 
Only time in my life I ever blackpilled. In 2014, I completely hated everything Star Wars. I couldn't look at it. All mm. those books you see, I put them in the box. I shoved them in the closet. And I almost threw them out. Almost threw them out. I'm glad I didn't. Because then I would have had to replace more than the few that got lost in a move mm. a bunch of years ago. But it took me 14, 15, 16, 17. It wasn't until mid-2018. Five years. When Last Jedi happened, and suddenly everybody had to come to Jesus' moment and realize what was going on. And I said, oh, shit, everybody's coming over to my side now. And I realized YouTube existed. I really started looking at YouTube, and I saw, whoa, there are people here who understand what's going on. They understand this is shit. I'm not alone. Then I clawed my way out of the black pill, and I re-embraced everything Star Wars, and here I am. I love it as much as, as I've always have, and I will fight for real Star Wars because in the end, Disney Star Wars will be forgotten. That is my belief. It will be forgotten. It will be pushed aside because it doesn't have a fan base. You know why? You, you know why, why that's probably true? They're going to make another new trilogy that's probably just as bad, if not even worse. Because if that's oh. what they made previously, I just only could imagine that the three next ones will be even worse. Well, let's look at the three next ones. Let's see. You got the Ray movie. Which they're mm -hmm. they're bastardizing the term New Jedi Order from the expanded universe. That's got you got Mandalorian and Grogu with Dave Filoni and John Favreau. Oh yeah, and then you got Dave Filoni's bastardized version of Heir to the Empire, which they're calling Dave's Heir to the Empire. Yeah, fuck you for that. I want all those movies to happen. I want them to happen because you know what goes on on Disney Plus. It's a black hole. Everything goes in, nothing comes out. They don't make any money. These Star Wars shows they put on there, these Disney pieces of shit, this fan fiction, nobody watches it. Last week when I was talking about Bad Batch Season 3, everybody I talked to about it says, wait, there was a Season 2? Nobody knows this shit's happening. Happens all the time with streaming services, man. Yeah. Every single time. You remember when yeah. Pat, Pat Patty Jenkins gave that quote? She yeah. had this interview with Deadline before 84 came out. And she and they, they asked her about streaming services because that's when the big topic was when, when the COVID happened. Yeah. Remember the line she said? She says, I don't streaming services, it I think she said something along the lines of like the stuff that goes on there is like a ghost town. You don't you really, mm -hmm. really, really ever hear about it. And people got mad at her. I was like, okay, first of all, she's telling the truth. I, even mm -hmm. if you the most prominent streaming stuff gets lost in conversations yeah. after months who still talks about the one it's just this one who talks about the one piece live action anime still hey i'm a one piece guy i love 20 one plus piece. years 20 plus years fan and yeah uh i was pleasantly surprised that uh it it was as decent as it was that's because mm -hmm. oda sensei was involved without oda sensei it would have been to shit oh, i made a Lord. video today that without oda sensei you saw what they did today they released netflix their localization instead of saying new comma they said new trans in it yeah that was that was my it was my third video for the day uh, that i put out there yeah they will trash it but now one piece live action would have had more staying power if they hadn't batch dropped it if it had been water cooler talk every friday it would have gone much longer now it'll bu it'll bubble up again when season two comes out but i tell everybody it was good now go watch the real thing go read the real thing you'll have much more fun in the end yeah it's just, but it's just even something as popular as One Piece, and I get the, I've just never liked the idea of live action anime. I think me neither. Me neither. Thing I, ever. You don't yeah. don't do it. Don't do it. I I, I, I just don't get the appeal of it. The, the best either, way it's no, no, shown no. is an anime. Like first of all, why would I want a live action anything anime when the money the money that they that they have in a budget? So that's uh, so what I'm saying. Net Netflix, if they have like 
I don't know how much money they had for that one piece shot. I don't know the budget. I think it was like 200 some million, right? It was over you 200 could, million dollars. First, you could have made a separate one piece anime. So many, you can have even animated well, movies. Well, you know what they're doing. Off that. They're making their own one piece anime on Netflix now. The one piece. Oh, good Lord. And it's going to be a reimagining of the, of the East Blue Arc. For the modern audiences. Yep. <laughs> I, I can't I, wait. Can't wait. Can't, can't wait to roast it and make more money than Netflix does on it. That's what I can't wait to do. Because uh, I guarantee every everybody who covers all this shit now, even with my piddly ass channel, I make more money than Dizzy does covering Ahsoka, covering all the all the all the. Well, I don't cover MCU shit anymore. That I have a tolerance, but I can't take MCU shit after She Hulk. I said that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I just wasted eight weeks of my life on this. And you She Hulk was the last show that I that I consumed too. You got farther. I I got episode six, the one where they were like, she was like at the wedding, and it was I was, mm. I was like, I'm done. I'm just done. Because dude, for the shows, I don't know if you did this. We would literally sit there, wait for the newest episodes midnight when they would drop. No, I waited till next morning. I waited till See, next morning. We would wait till midnight, wait till episodes drop, watch it, talk about well, it, and then that's it. It's I, I also have to wait for uh, a man named Jack to come down to the beach and give it to me. So, <laughs> little man named Jack Sparrow. He uh, he he provides me with a with a hookup once in a while for these things. I am not paying Disney Plus anything. <laughs> well, because it's just so just bad. Like mm -hmm. for the most part, that's why also people. When it comes to these shows, literally, if you don't feel like they're going to be good, wait till all the wait till the season is done. Mm -hmm. And because the reaction that I kept getting from these shows was, well, this is just kind of meh. Every show was not just meh. It was just bad. Garbage. Honestly. Garbage. Ahsoka was a nonsensical mess. Dave Filoni can't tell the story. And it just looks bad. And everybody mm -hmm. behaves bad. And it's written poorly. Special effects are shit. They break the rules of Star Wars or nothing works. I mean, it's the same with the MCU. They break the established rules in order to just do whatever the fuck they want. And then they think they're clever by having She-Hulk literally break the fourth wall and come into the real world. No, that's not clever. It's stupid. <laughs> it's annoying. And then to tell you, oh, we did this all to, 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 to stick it to the nerd, stick to the toxic fan. Fuck you. Fuck you. You lost money. I made more money, even though even though she hulk was not really that exciting for my channel. I made more money than you did. We know that because we're during the writer strike. The she hulk writers are going, I only get paid ten dollars for my work at she hulk I deserve to have more writing security. No, no, you suck. Go back to waiting tables. Or go back to working at the truck stop or something, please. Good lord. So yeah, these people are who make this shit. They don't know what they're doing because they're not fans. They hate the stuff they work with. Everybody mm -hmm. at Disney, no matter what division you're in, they hate all these shows. Everybody that works at Paramount, they hate the Halo show. You wouldn't make Halo Season 1 the way you did if you loved Halo. Mm -hmm. Because they, 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 they brag about, oh, I haven't watched the content. I haven't played these games. I haven't read the source material. Oh, I'm just going to read a wiki and I'm just going to put it out there. Or you got geniuses like... Um, God, the asshole who does Wheel of Time, uh, shit, uh, Rafe Judkins, who does Wheel of Time. Yeah, he, uh, he brags about chopping up the material and pacing it together. And, oh, look what they're going to do. They have to skip a whole book for season three because they didn't set it up. Ridiculous. These people are garbage. <laughs> the the Halo, for, Halo for a season, terrible. Absolutely it, terrible. And I loved every terrible minute of it because it was fun to rip it apart. 
I mean, and I'm looking forward. Next month, I'm I'm ready for Halo Season 2. I'm so ready. Let's see them do the Fall of Reach. Let's see them try and do that. Oh, look, we're glass of the planet. Aren't you happy, nerds? No. No. Because Pablo Shriver has his helmet off again. That's why. Yeah. Just such a terrible show. Literally, yeah. it's so bad. It was, an, it was a layup, too. All you had to do was <laughs> have six episodes, Master Chief and Cortana, Halo 1, all on their own, just running the gauntlet. That's all you had to do. Boom, six episodes. Nice, tight little story. Low-hanging fruit, but no, no. We got to create the silver timeline. We got to have Master Chief lose his virginity to some white chick who's a covenant spy who doesn't even exist. It doesn't make any sense. Then we have to have other Spartan chick put oil in her hair and make her hair pink for some goddamn reason. No. No, it's not Halo. And then the one time Master Chief behaves like Master Chief, it's not him. It's fake Cortana taking over his body. It may, it's ridiculous. But, hey, I love to review this garbage. It's fun. I, I do enjoy ripping this shit apart. It amuses me at this point. It doesn't hurt me. The only thing that hurt me was recently was Wheel of Time Season 2 because it was just so bad. It was just so bad. It was a fight to get through because it was just one desecration after another that makes no sense. And then listening to the stands, the Wheel of Time stands, the broken individuals who are so desperate to have it to be successful because they don't want to have lose their chance to have it ever happen again. Mm -hmm. No, just accept it. It's, it was bad. It was always going to be bad. I think the problem with the Halo show is I was bored out my ass. Oh, like, it was boring too. Yeah, yeah. It's just all oh, that Korean girl. I don't know who the fuck that was. What was her name? Kana, oh, Cora. I call Crap. I just call I, I called her girl boss in training. That's what I called her in my in my in my reviews. She even had the training. she even had the fucking shaved hair and it, oh yep. my god, so yep. cringe, man. Yep, yep. It was cringe. It's it, it nothing the Halo is just one of the, the endless things where it's just vehicles for agenda. And sometimes sometimes people say, hey, let's do the thought experiment of review it without even watching it. Just do a review for it and see if your criticisms match up. Because they just do the same shit over and over again. Doesn't change. Doesn't change. Strong women's, uh, emasculated men, uh, people of color saying how bad whitey is. I mean, geez, Jesus Christ. It's ridiculous. It's boring. It's lame. Good Lord. Uh, anybody, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was talking about this last night uh, on my uh, Monday show, Mellow Mondays, with, with, the, with the boys. And the pendulum was swung. It's reached the point where the normies realize what's going on now. The giant freighter that is the normies has turned and is heading away from Wokeville. They don't want it because they come to us here on YouTube because we're genuine. I think they've listened. Things are going to change, but it's still going to be a couple years away. It's going to be at least two years, three years. 2026 is when I say it. That's when Disney's going to completely collapse. Disney Star Wars will fail because the Ray movie will come out and it won't make money. And I can't wait for that. The MCU is already dead. They can't get a movie out. No MCU money. No MCU movie has made money in years. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 made enough to buy Kevin Feige a sandwich, and that doesn't count. Spider-Man No Way Home, that was a Sony movie. They didn't get any money of that. Things are, Disney burns down, falls apart. That's the moment when things change. 
But the thing is, nothing's going to go back to the way it was. That's that's the thing people have to understand. The woke war may end and as a whole, but the little conflicts are going to remain. We're going to have to fight for what was lost. We're going to have to rebuild this stuff. Some, some things can be saved a little bit. As I said, once Disney Star Wars is forgotten over the next 10 years, real Star Wars will always be there. Star Trek can be saved. Terry Metalis proved it with Supercar Season 3. If you put somebody in charge of it that loves it, that cares about it, they can craft something good. They can craft something respectful, and people can enjoy it. Put a guy like Terry Metalis in charge of Star Trek, he'll give you new Trek. He'll give you a legacy with the Enterprise G, and we'll all be happy. It's all, it's all we've been asking for for a year now. It's all we've been asking for. We don't want Prodigy Season 2. We don't want Strange New Worlds. We don't want Disco. We don't want Starfleet Academy. We just want Legacy. Captain Seven, Jack Picard, Q alive and well. That's what we want. That's what we care about. That's the fun stuff. Take us forward in the timeline. No more goddamn prequels. Nothing like that. Things like that can be saved with the right people in charge. Stuff like Doctor Who can't be saved because the one man that could have saved it destroyed it. Uh, Russell Davies. He ruined it. He killed it. <clears throat> and everybody along with Stephen Moffat, they're not going to save it either. So that, just enjoy what was real and good, original that. Mm -hmm. Just keep it and enjoy it. Don't look to the future. But things can be saved. Mm -hmm. Things can be, can be rescued. But then, like we were talking about before, make if you are a creative, if you are a writer, if you're a comic book artist, you're an artist, you're any kind of thing, you're a game developer, a, a musician, make your shit. Now's the time. The independent creators, people are hungry for new IPs, new original stuff. And if you can afford to make something, get it out there, find a way to do it. Me, I've chosen, as I said, the path of crowdfunding because I want to make a physical book. I don't want to just sell a digital right. copy. I want to put a piece of physical media in your hands to start. That doesn't say I'm not going to sell it digitally, but mm -hmm. to start, I want to put a book in your hands. And I want to start a franchise. I want to start a universe stuff where I can keep going and give you more and more. Other guys I know who do comic books, my other guys I know who are authors as well. They mm -hmm. want to do the same thing, put a thing. A lot of us are choosing crowdfunding. Some people just go right to the digital copy. Either way, do it now. Make your shit. This is the time. People mm -hmm. are hungry for it. And as I said before, don't say you're going to replace Star Wars. Don't say you're going to replace Star Trek. <laughs> because that's just going to make somebody angry. It's like, no, I don't want you to replace it. But I am interested for you to give me something new. I mean, that, that, that's all people want. That's, yeah. all, that's just really all people want. Yeah. We just want something, you know, every once in a while, potentially, when the perceived good stuff is bad or it's not really going good for them. They just want an alternative. You could be that alternative. You know mm -hmm. how much stuff gets big because mainstream stuff isn't good. That's how other yeah. stuff ended up becoming good. Yeah. For the most yep, part. Exactly. I mean, think about it like this. Have you, did you last, uh, end of last year, there was a brief crowdfund for a movie called Island in Island in the stars. Did you hear about that? No. Oh man. It was, it's about, uh, it's basically a, uh, independent filmmaker, Got a bunch of got a crowdfund together. One of my uh, buddies, Samuel the Infamous, let, turned me on to it, and we were mm -hmm. pimping the hell out of that to get it crowdfunded, and we got it. That was going to get made anyway, but the crowdfund helped it. It is basically Pirates of the Caribbean in space, mm -hmm. and kind of steampunk. So the, the it, it was a fantastic campaign. The uh, the the artwork looks great. The people involved they want to get Mel Gibson to be in it. They want to get uh. A bunch of other solid, real genre type actors in there. It looks like it's going to be a load of fun. In the next couple of years when that comes out, my butt is in that seat because it looks fresh. Mm -hmm. it, it's exciting. 
It's just uh, basically a woman searching for answers on her father's disappearance and getting caught up in an adventure. It, look, it, that's fun. And that's what's going to happen. Fun mm-hmm. will take over. Escapism entertainment will, re, will, re, will reaffirm itself. It'll get the mm-hmm. traction it always had. Not this agenda, agenda-driven entertainment crap that the corporations that Hollywood has been pushing for a decade now, we realize. We realize it's been a decade. But a lot so, of stuff they've been put on this bad. Yeah. 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 So. Ali Shu, what's up? Hello. How are you doing? Howdy. Well, it's a, it's a crazy thing, man. Because at, at some point in your head, you kind of want it to get good. Like a little part of your body's like, man, you know what? Hopefully this is all just a bad dream. Some point in the future, they're all going to just course correct. Yeah, but that's like. That's I don't believe in that. that. I've never yeah. believed in the course correction because I know who's in charge of this shit. People who hate the source material, they hate it. You, there's never going to be a course correction if they hate what they're mm-hmm. working with. I mean, the famous picture of Lucasfilm, Disney Lucasfilm, a picture mm-hmm. with of Luke and Vader from Return of the Jedi and X over Luke's face. They hate George's galaxy far, far away. They were mm-hmm. never going to course correct. And uh, I, I feel, I don't, hate the people who held on for so long i only hate stands and i hate dizzy star wars and disney in general now mm-hmm. i feel sorry for the people that held out that hope because i i'm a realist i look at the facts i believe in facts and logic the shit that i can get my hands on that is tangible that i can make a working hypothesis with a working theory with the facts all said nothing was ever going to change Oh, they'll get it right this time. Well, they say that about communism every time, and look what happens. You never get it right because it's never going to work. Yeah. So you don't you, – I don't believe in giving people a chance because they haven't earned a chance, and they were never going to course correct. Yeah. Um, it happened with the whole Bob Iger thing. Remember people were like, yeah, Bob Iger is back. He'll chill course correct. This he kind of the set guy the that- stage. It was his dinner table that they're all dining at that everything's on fire with. He mm-hmm. bought everything. He put him. He set bobblehead JPEG up to be a fall guy during COVID, mm-hmm. and then tried coming to be the 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 rescuing hero. No, now it's all falling apart because everything you bought, you put bad managers in charge. Mm-hmm. You spent too much money. You let things get out of control because you don't care. You don't understand. You are just a purchaser. You're not actually a boss. Say what you will about Michael Eisner, the man knew what he was doing when he saved Disney in the late 80s, early 90s with Disney Renaissance. He understood. He made all the money that Bob Iger has squandered in the decades since. So Bob, I- Bob Iger is a joke. And mm. uh, I-, I-, I don't know if Nelson Peltz will succeed in his proxy war in about, what, uh, three, four, five months, four or five months. I don't know if it's going to succeed. And it- but even if he does get a seat or two on the Disney board, nothing's going to change. At best, he... You can slow things down, but you can't change it. This is also the other thing that people forget when it comes to uh, Bob Iger is <laughs> huh, just the way he came back when <laughs> everything was going to shit. I mean, yeah. just the stuff that Bob Chapek was doing was outrageously bad. But people got to factor in, you know, well, he has had in several interviews like qual- quality over quantity, all this stuff. It's one of the things where I've been at the point where I'll, I'll see it when I see it. You know, yeah. yeah. This is the person. Well, you know, you forget the reason why the MCU had all those TV shows. Reason why Disney Plus is a thing because Bob Iger's the one that pushed for all this stuff. Twenty thirteen, 
He started working on Disney Plus in 2013. Mm-hmm. So it was always going to happen. They just it, it was never remember ready. the earliest uh, projection for Disney Plus to be profitable. Guys, guys, it's coming closer. Uh, 2025. They said, 25, it, they said it was yeah. going to be profitable by 2025. Uh, yeah, we're like about 300 and some odd days away from that now. Do you know? Uh, do you remember what their? Do you know what their net loss of subscribers was last year on Disney Plus? I know the money number. The money number estimated is about one something billion dollars. Oh, they lost money, but their subscribers they lost twenty million subscribers. Twenty million. Left. It was like twenty four million subscribers, right? Something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell, mm-hmm. I'll look it up right now. I usually uh, it's one of those things I keep. Um... Yeah, streaming the number thing is something I usually keep track of. I remember it was like about twenty yeah. twenty four something million million subscribers. That's bad. People, that's yeah. terrible. Currently, oh. they're currently at um 150 million. So I'm sorry, a net loss of 15 million from last year. Oh, do you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I don't, I don't know if you noticed this when you're when you're talking about streaming, because hmm. this is something that I I, I started putting in my, in my videos a long time ago too. When, when I'm talking about streaming, is who forget streaming numbers are also largely inflated because minutes streaming- viewed is bullshit. It's a made up metric. You can't trust yeah. it. It's bullshit. Yeah. Because, as as you know, most streaming services, as everyone should know, if you're an adult, streaming services pair up with phone companies, right? So Mm -hmm. there's a good amount of people out there. I'm not saying you're not paying for your phone bill, but you're also a subscriber of a streaming service you're not directly paying for. That that is essentially an inflated number. Like how many of those numbers are like people that have it? Yeah. At least a third of the current 150 million people subscribe to Disney+. Plus. They're not really subscribers. I know. Or like active subscribers constantly watching content on there. And I know people who have the app on their phone. They can't get it off. They can't get it off. It won't mm-hmm. go away. It's locked in there. It, it like Peacock losing uh you two know, billion, two billion, two billion dollars. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, because that's what I'm trying to tell people is a lot of the numbers you're seeing. I'm not saying all of them would be from like people that have phone plans, but mm-hmm. you gotta kind of factor in. A lot of these people don't even have the pl- have the services because they're paying for it. They're paying through a phone bill. Then there's also people that literally have the service that are paying through that are paying for it that aren't active on it too. Like how many of these people are actually active on these services, constantly watching they're content? Not. They're, they're not. not. They're not because you just got to look at it. Ahsoka started its season, and I only know this because it's it's the last numbers I looked at because mm-hmm. last thing I reviewed. They stay uh, the Ahsoka premiere got one point. 1.2 million people. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the time it was done, down to about 735,000 people watching. And mm-hmm. even at those numbers, I always say this whenever the stands come at me, where are the other 149 million people, 148 mm-hmm. million people on Disney Plus? Nobody watches this. The, the If this had been on a network show, would have been canceled week three. They would have canceled this shit because that's how it used to work. If you didn't bring in the numbers back in the good old days when TV actually wanted to actually put out entertainment, you Uh got canceled. How many great shows got canceled in their first seasons? Stuff like Firefly, done in one season. Now, Firefly, that's a special case. They screwed up that that, that first season by airing things out of order and having it on a bad night. That was a whole bunch of things. But still, great shows canceled too early, canceled, canceled in their prime, canceled before they even get going. Yet shit like Star Trek Discovery goes for five seasons and then when it's finally canceled the cast starts crying oh my god we're so surprised it's canceled we're so awesome no you're not nobody watches your dog shit nobody watches this everybody hates you you're mocked routinely the term uh the the term for star trek discovery is std 
That is what it's called because it's a disease passed around by all these degenerates. It's horrible. Nobody watches it. Nobody cares about it. And streaming, streaming is done. It's over. And I've never, I was ever a, a supporter of streaming. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in renting something for life. You can see it behind me. I, I like my physical media. Mm-hmm. I like what I got. I, I, I added to it. I added to it this year. I it was this it. whole big push in the industry to go digital. It was like this. It's been this big push in the industry, like in everything, just to go digital comics, yeah. movies, video games, TV yeah. shows, everything. You know, they're they're legit thinking if they cut out the middleman with all this other like physical media stuff, it's going to make them so much more money. And it's like, no, do you know what piracy yeah. is? I yeah. mean, like everything goes digital. Everybody would just pirate everything and you yeah, wouldn't I make mean, no money. Listen, listen, if I like something after uh, Jack Sparrow has given yeah. a taste of it, I will go buy it. There are, there, I have things on my shelf that when they were done, if I liked it, buy it. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I want it to end well and be good. Otherwise, then I'm going to waste my money. I'm not going to waste my money. That's why as much anime as I've consumed in my lifetime, I own very little because sometimes so, the ending is horrible. And sometimes things aren't even done yet. So you mm-hmm. got to wait. I mean, there will come a day when One Piece ends. Yeah, I'll get it all. But I'm not going to buy it until it's done. Now, that's another five, six years away because Oda Sensei, he's, he's, he's already going to miss his predicted end point. But that's fine. I want it to keep going. I love One Piece to keep mm-hmm. going. I want it to happen. But other things, get the physical media. I mean, but some things work on digital. I'm okay with video games. I'm fine with that because the gaming stores they rip you off. They don't, they don't, they, they make you pay full price more often than not. I can get a deal from Amazon uh, for a physical one. If I can't, normally if I like to, I'll get a physical copy from Amazon. I'll get a deal on it. If I, if I have to wait, Sport, mm-hmm. unfortunately being a YouTuber now, a gaming YouTuber as well, kind of got to buy things when they come out. So I kind of got to pay full price. Now. But sometimes I'll get a chance to get it on sale, but sometimes the sale online is better. And let's be honest, PC gaming, it's all steam now. There's mm-hmm. such thing as a physical copy of a PC game anymore. Doesn't right. exist. Doesn't exist. But I'm okay with that. As far as movies go, yeah. If I can get it, physical media. Some things aren't on physical media though. They only exist yeah. digitally. And when I say that, like really old stuff, like uh, so, so one of my um, oh, like there, there's a just an example. There's a, a Nick Nolte, Julia Roberts movie. I love Trouble. It's a it's a nice little romantic thriller comedy adventure you can't find a good physical copy at it all you can find is a dvd and i'm not gonna buy dvds anymore i want blu-rays because those pressings are ancient and look like shit but there is a 1080p digital version so i'm gonna get that one sometimes you have to compromise but as i am a firm believer in physical media buy physical media first digital second and then again i'm gonna keep my own digital copy i'm not gonna let netflix say oh sorry we're making a go away now you don't get to have it anymore. Or or what Paramount did, they took the original Star Trek movies off Paramount Plus. I remember that, yeah. Just last month. Well, I don't need to worry about that because I got Star Trek 1 through 6 right there. I'm fine. I don't need to worry about where am I going to find it now. Oh, it's on Max or wherever. Yeah, I'm, I don't need that. I'm good. Perfect. Yeah, now, and then when it came to streaming, all these guys wanted to be like fucking consoles. They the whole console yeah. wars thing, the whole streaming wars thing. And then it just this end up just to start selling shit to each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three people will three companies will survive the streaming wars, and two of them because they just had the money. Netflix will survive because it was the first one. Yeah. And love them or hate them, it's 50-50, good and evil. Netflix will survive. 
because they have all the licensing deals and they know how to work yeah. the licensing deals. Then Amazon will survive because it's Amazon and it has more money than God. Mm-hmm. Even though they just introduced that ad tier yeah. and everything. It, people, it's still yeah. Amazon. It's still yeah. Amazon. Mm-hmm. They, it, it, they have enough money to just do whatever they want. And then just because also they have tons of money and they don't really care, for some reason, Apple TV will continue because they have more money than Amazon. So mm-hmm. everybody else, and I say Max will continue because Max has a library that people want. And Max is the destination of shows that people are interested in. House of the Dragon. Everybody's going to show up for that in four, in five months or six months. Sorry, July, I think. They're going to show up for that. And if they can pull off the Harry Potter reboot TV show, people are going to show up again. Mm-hmm. As long as they don't race swap Harry, Hermione, and Ron, especially Hermione, they're going to be fine probably. But we're waiting for the casting on that. That's going to tell us things. So I, I think um, the, the ones that will survive are Netflix, Prime, and uh, Apple TV, like you said. And maybe Max. Max is I think odd. Max will do it because it has the Warner library. They have yeah. a library that people want. And if the merge, if the possible and now merger, Shark Week. And, and that too, Discovery and all the Discovery. <laughs> shit Shark also, Week, he said, was one of the most viable pro was one of the most viable properties. And I was like, yes, that's my CEO. He acknowledged Shark Week. I but here's it. the thing. If um the Zaz, Zaslov does go ahead and buy Paramount, then they get Paramount's library added to Max. Oof. You got so a they point would there. Have, yeah. They mm-hmm. would have a massive library that people, again, I would say don't rent it, get it yourself. But some people, that's the way they want to do it. So they would have a massive library. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. Hello? What that, I don't understand that. I don't even know. Oh, he's just, it's a crackhead. Oh, Lord. Oh, okay. I ended up blocking him because he's retarded. Oh, so. oh, 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 okay. So he's coming from X. Okay. Yeah. So he's just a, uh, Weirdo. Okay, X weird, X Twitter weirdo. Okay, fine. It's just um, um I uh <laughs> man, looking at everything that ended up happening, you just look at all the other fails that happened around the industry too. Remember when Google ha- tried to have their own console, the Google Stadia? Oh, St- Stadia, yeah. 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 I-, I saw a meme going around of somebody put up this didn't age well of the whole Reaper meme knocking on doors saying that Stadia was gonna take out all the major consoles. Yeah, yeah. the didn't age well did it. Yeah, didn't age well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh let's see who's left standing. Sony, Nintendo, because Microsoft is just, they're bound out. They're bound Microsoft out. Microsoft is doing bad. Actually, if people were real, I'm okay, so I don't dig too much into the console war stuff. I know a lot about it, but it's like Microsoft, Microsoft is doing very bad. Yeah, yeah here's I'll, the thing. Has anyone really been that interested in Microsoft's consoles, like the Xbox Series X, Xbox One X, whatever the fuck Listen, they call it now? I, well, I, the, I, first of all, what they call the console war now, they say the console war. I was there during the original console war, Sega and Nintendo. That mm-hmm. was the console war. Everything yeah. after that has just been skirmishes. Uh, but in the end, I can see right there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I choose Sony as my console. I've always chosen Sony since the PS1. Uh, I support Nintendo because you can see right there. There's also I have a Switch. You know, I, I, I game. I have my I have my my PC. I yeah. do all this shit there, but. I never really liked Microsoft as an option because I never liked their library. Some people always say, oh, Microsoft, where the gamers went. Well, if you played first-person shooters, yes. If you play RPGs and strategy games and adventure games like me, then no. You didn't mm-hmm. go to Xbox. You went to Sony, and then you dabbled in Nintendo for a few things that are classic and awesome. Right now, this is it. It's just going to be 
Microsoft's going to make games. They're going to start making games, and that's fine. Make some games. Put it on Steam. And hell, everything that was on uh, on Xbox was always on Steam anyway. So I didn't need an Xbox. Granted, my my six year old computer can barely handle everything right now, but I can find everything everywhere else. I have a Switch. I'll, uh, I might not get a Switch 2 when it comes out right away, but one day I'll get that. And I have my PS5. I got a PS4 in the other room. I still have my Sega, Sega Genesis and Sega CD in the closet. I got my PS2 in the closet. I have everything I need. I don't need to have every single system under the sun at the moment because there's ways to get it. And at the same time, I'm going to enjoy what I enjoy. And I just word saladed the hell out of that, but whatever. <laughs> I got around that one. No, uh, but, same way yeah. me for us growing up. We always mostly had Nintendo and Sony products. We were a Nintendo Sony. The only Xbox console I ever owned was the 360 because I just genuinely liked the controller and the library more than the PS3. My brother had a PS3. Mm. I'm, I'm, I myself had a Wii and an Xbox 360. Mm. Um, but I didn't. So the consoles I've not had is anything after that. I have a Switch mm-hmm. myself. So I yeah. you you I guess you could say the PS4 era, I had a I had a Switch, but I've I'll be honest with you, dude. Ever since I got a PC, I've kind of not really wanted to have a console, honestly. Once you get a see, PC, I love it all. Just, yeah. Well, see, yeah, I, I I do. I love going to a game yeah. store and buying games, but it, it felt like when I got a PC, all that just felt like, wait, why would I get a new console console when I could just upgrade my PC? Well, see, you know? here's the thing too. One my my PS5 as has oh since my PS2, it serves as my Blu-ray player, my DVD player. It has oh, always yeah. served a dual purpose. At the same time, right now it also serves as a background when I'm streaming because mm-hmm. you don't need to see furniture on this side of the room when I'm doing <laughs> stuff. Uh, you don't you you don't need to see uh, other shit strewn around, laundry not folded, this and that. You don't need to see that. You can I can change the background at the same time. Sometimes I love consoles. I, 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 again, I'm an 80s kid. I was there when it started. It's mm-hmm. a part of my gaming genetic code. But mm-hmm. at the same time, there are some things that are better on PC. If I'm going to play an MMO, I'm going to play it. On, I'm going to play on my computer. I'm not going to play it on a console because it doesn't play as well, doesn't work as well. But if I'm going to play a hardcore RPG, if I'm going to play Final Fantasy, not FF14, other one, I'm going to play on my PS5. If I'm going to play. Uh, any other action adventure game, I'm going to play on my PS5 because that's more comfortable for me. I I believe, I don't believe, I hate the whole PC Master Race bullshit console peasant. I hate that shit. Just play your fucking games. Just enjoy the games. Don't try to tell me I'm some sort of peasant because I still play on a console. I'm not going to tell you, don't try to, I'm not going to tell you that I'm superior because I have it all. I can play it all. No, I just want to play games. And I want to play games with my friends. I want to play games with myself. I want to enjoy a good time. That's it. I mean, shit, when we're done here tonight, I'm going to eat dinner, and I'm getting on Pal World with the guys because we got a server set up. That's a boys kind of yeah. night. Yeah. After we do do the uh, Tuesday's uh, big showdown, we do the um, – I, I just sit and play League the mm-hmm. night, <laughs> most of the night, actually. Yep. Or I yep. contemplate being black. It's you, yeah. Usually two things I do. <laughs> Go outside and cause crime for the white people. That's what we got to do. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm afraid now. I'm a a scared white straight man. I'm scared now because of black man's Uh, thinking about causing trouble. Oh Lord! Yeah, tonight we're about to have some fun with these uh black people statistics. There, there there should be a show you should have. You go over black people stereotypes, funniest shit in the world, absolutely comedy. (laughs) Oh man, I mean my my buddy Dre, who is on Roundtable every week. Uh, newsflash for people, he's black. He's black. Uh, 
he will just say the craziest shit. I mean, he, everyone's talking about these colored people need to stop. I mean, he'll just random Dreisms. We love them, and we we'll let them go off. But it's it's great. So I'm perfectly familiar with that kind of commentary because Dre gives me my my gives me my my, my feed of it every Sunday, two p.m. Eastern on my channel. Uh, it's great. It's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I spend my time honestly, personally, if we're going to that, I spend my time mm-hmm. worrying about my channel. That's what I spend yeah. my time on. I worry about my channel twenty four seven. What can I do? How can I do it? And when I'm not worrying about my channel, I'm still worrying about my channel. <laughs> That's what it is. Life of a YouTuber, the grind. It's yeah. always, what am I going to, what's what's my next videos? Today I got lucky. Got three things done early enough in the day. No problem. Tomorrow, no idea. I got to get two videos out and I got to stream at 7.30. And I got to go out tomorrow afternoon and do some real world shit. So... Yeah, we also have uh, more stuff we're doing this year, too. We have shows practically seven days a week. Thursday's the harder one because it's, you know, depends if I have one-on-ones like this or if I want to do mm-hmm. another show talking about, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon or just mm-hmm. anything like that on Thursday. Oh, my God. It's just – oh, I, I would hope people understand when we're doing these kind of things. It's like it just takes time to grow. You know, you have mm-hmm. that idiot talking about viewers and stuff like that. Sometimes I don't even care if there's a lot of people watching or if anyone mm-hmm. watches because I, I know people are going to watch on the replay anyway. And I just enjoy talking to the person that's here, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's the enjoyment that I get. If people are watching, that's cool. If not, yeah. has no bearing well, on me. I, I am trying to make this a business. So I do, but the more people, the merrier. Uh, yeah. The more the faster the channel grows. But that's the difference, though. People can tell when you're genuine, when you're enjoying what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're just doing it to try and be a talking head, to try and be an influencer. I get accused of so much shit. Oh, you're just an influencer. You're just trying to grift off the hate. Uh, no, I genuinely care about the shit I talk about. And I do live streams with people that I enjoy doing live streams with. I don't mm-hmm. bring somebody on a show if I don't think they can contribute something to the conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not just, uh, I, I, I'll be honest. There's been a couple of times because again, I've mentioned him, my buddy, Jed, the Hollywood mm-hmm. scholar. Uh, he, he works with geeks and gamers. He's a part of the geeks and gamers crew. I didn't know that when I met him. I just saw this dude. I liked what he was saying. And then when we were getting to know each other, he said, yeah, I work with Geeks and Gamers. I said, oh, you do? Cool. Uh, I've had Geeks and Gamers people come through my shows. And I've almost had Jeremy come on my show, come on our show once. I, because of the relationships, I've almost had Gary come on once. Mm-hmm. This close when we did our Raiders of the Lost Ark show. But mm-hmm. Gary has a very chaotic schedule. So he at the last minute, it didn't happen. But I'm open to anybody coming in and enjoying our content mm-hmm. because it's we're there to provide entertainment that's right. why we do saturday night driving it's just talking about a movie no yeah. ideology nothing none about none of the week's bullshit we're there to talk about once a month on thursday me and dermy we do anime odyssey we just talk anime we don't talk about anything else it's a chance to weeb out uh i want to put together a gaming show uh every weekend like i said on sunday i talk star trek with the guys we, t- we go over an episode of TOS right now as we work our way through. We just have fun with that. I know people who just started a Stargate stream. They're just having fun with that. You just enjoy what you do. It so happens, also what we do is criticize, critique, analyze the horrible damage that the SJWs have done to everything we love. That's just part of the game. It's not a grift, though. But God forbid, I am trying to make a living doing this. I am happy if somebody is generous enough to give me a super chat. I'm happy if I get a bunch of views. But I'm also happy that 
I'm helping to fight this nonsense. Because that's that's the truth of it. It's the truth of it. If you and 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 I I I feel responsibility somewhat that we're at this stage because I stuck my head in the ground for a lot of years. I didn't pay attention. Mm-hmm. Perhaps if I and many others had said something earlier, had sounded the alarm, tried to become a personality that people would look and listen to earlier on, maybe we could have avoided a lot of the shit because the only only one fan base stood strong in all this. And that was the Tolkien fan base, Lord of the Rings. Rings of Power, they said you will you will not pass. Although yeah. fan bases, they crumbled, they failed. And in, in some cases, the Star Wars fan base was never a united fan base. It was always fractured and arguing amongst itself. So it was ripe to be destroyed. Star Trek should have done better. Doctor Who should have done better. Wheel of Time, they stay, they were uh silly enough to think that they had to, they just needed to accept this and they would be good, but no, it isn't. So People need to realize, first of all, that they're not alone. And that's that's the other thing, the reason we do this, to let people know we're not alone. I've gotten the comment before. Not, not, not a lot because I'm new to the game in these past couple of years. I, I'm on the lower tier of the, of the sphere of the fellowship. I'm down here at the bottom. But I still get the, dude, thank you for doing this. You said what was on my mind that nobody else was. Thank you for still fighting for Star Wars. Thank you for doing this. And when you get something like that, and I've gotten those sorts of comments, an email or a comment in my lowest moments, it's that little spark that says, oh, dude, yeah, all right, thanks, man. I needed that. It reminds me that people are listening. Whether it's 5, 10, 15, 20, a couple hundred thousand, people are listening. And as you pointed out, this is a grind. You put the time in. Some people get lucky real fast. Some people take years. I was lucky in my first year. I got the thousand in my first year. I managed to get monetized in those first 12 months, but I did it putting the grind in every day, every week, stream, video, stream, video, trying to meet new people, trying to network, trying to, trying to broaden my own personal horizons, trying to find people I could get along with, do stuff. And here I am three years later, as we started the stream with, I hang out with a goddamn legion of memers. <laughs> Never saw myself stumbling into that. I, I I've been on streams because of Legion Memers. I've been on streams with Yellow Flash. I've been on streams on my own personal streams with members of Geeks and Gamers, members of the Nerd Rotic crew. I mean, X-ray Girl has joined me and Jed on Saturday Night Driving. I've met these people. I've hung out with them. If I could afford it, I'd be at MegaCon right now. But I can't yeah. afford it. I can't. All you guys go on OnlyFans and show your butthole. That's how you get there. Nobody wants to see my hairy butthole. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that. I don't want to see my own hairy butthole. Oh, Lord. Same here. I don't know how any girl would want to put their tongue in that. Yeah. And well, then if uh, the girl does, then that that's their, their – you marry them because that, well, that's uh, just a crazy bitch. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, if she if she likes your shit and lets you game, put a ring on it. <laughs> At that point, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. how many how many girls are you going to meet that are actually like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things where – yeah, I, I told people the only reason, the only way someone could not succeed doing this, and I get it, YouTube is trash. YouTube has many trash things about them. But it's all there is. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. Rumble like, is still, Rumble's not there yet. Not, not even there. close. Not yeah. not even close, honestly. O- Odyssey was a fart in the wind. <laughs> Odyssey was nothing. It was nothing. Yeah, yeah, like people talked about Odyssey, and I just didn't want to be on that many, though. You're, I tried. It Probably the Odyssey is that, you it, mm-hmm. it doesn't when you silent link it when you when you get it all there 
half your shit doesn't load up and your streams don't load up. Mm-hmm. And you had to play with their stupid currency. You had to do all this stuff to unlock levels. Sorry, no, I'm sorry, screw you. And also, I don't want your goddamn uh, Ethereum uh, fake fake money. I don't want that. Pay me in US dollars, please. <laughs> I, I can't wait for your shit to stockpile or your price to go up and down. No, I, I haven't checked my Odyssey channel in a year. I just mm-hmm. stopped. Like, what was the point? It was worth it. And Rumble, like I said earlier, Rumble. My shit uploads there. I get no traction because, let's be honest, Rumble is for politics. Unless you are a large channel and you can literally migrate your audience to Rumble, you don't get traction. You yeah. don't. It's just that simple. It's that's like, the truth. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's no, and the I I don't know though. There's a few people that I know that have it, but it's it's just really hard to get. Like doing content the way you do, and you put it on Rumble. It's just really hard to get people on there that yeah. like that stuff. To They're get not interested to in pop culture. They want to yell yeah. about politics on Rumble. That's what Rumble is. It's politics, and that's unfortunate. And also, Rumble does the opposite of YouTube. They stress streaming more than they stress videos. Yeah. And I, I honestly, well, I do, I do a balance. I, I stream and make videos in, in a good balance. But I can't be bothered to worry about setting up the Rumble stream all the time because I'm a one-man show. I don't have a producer. Yes, I have co-hosts, but <clears throat> they're running their own shit. Lots of times we simulcast, but it's the, I'm not. I can't keep track of two chats. I can't be worried about it. Also, I don't feel as though right now. I know people. Some people love being on Rumble because we can say whatever we want over there. I just don't feel like I want to invest the time right now. That's fine. Yeah, I've yeah. always said that's fine. Honestly, yeah. you, you know? can make Rumble work great. Make it work. Some people do make it work. Some people I hang out with and stream with, they make it work a little bit. They get something from Rumble. But for me, it doesn't work for me. I just, it, it, YouTube may be uh, a rough place to do business for people who think like we do, mm-hmm. but you can do it. The fellowship exists, our sphere exists. And when you get to that point where you really tap into it and you catch fire, they're there and they will support you. And you will make a money, you will make a living, and you will be able to sell your product. If you have something to sell, like I do. So, I mean, I'm not, like I said, I'm not just in it for the YouTube. I have something I want to give back. I have books I want to write and sell to you for years and years to come. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of stuff. To, I have a lot of stories to tell. I just, and, you know, I, I always told myself as long as, because I don't know if I want to be monetized on YouTube again. My only goal for YouTube is just being able to put up the videos that I enjoy. Right now, currently, uh, we're at like 850 some odd subs, you know, because before I was used to like 3000 getting like 100, 300. I used to get like 400, 300 views of video. And I'll, I'll say pretty much it was my fault that things went the way it did. But I just hate having to like fucking censor myself on stuff. I just hate it. You know, I don't mind playing the game. I don't mind playing because when I play the game and I win, it means I'm smarter than the assholes trying to stop me. Mm-hmm. And also, but I see I, I'm I like when I was because I need to make money. I need to make money. This yeah, that, that's I'm the thing is now. on you on YouTube. Uh, uh, the only thing, so I have now structured it differently on YouTube. Well, when I had to do the rebrand and everything to the point where now it's just you get the one podcast that's not spicy. Don't they don't care about league esport content mm-hmm. on YouTube? You know, yes. we just have the one League of Legends podcast there, and then pre-recorded videos. That's it. The Iron mm-hmm. Man podcast with just like all the spicy stuff, the one-on-ones where the guests can do whatever they want. Is here because like I feel like if someone's gonna be on here, it's like they're once in a while opportunity to just like fully let loose, say things that they you know wouldn't say on YouTube because mm-hmm. you know because YouTube is just trash for the most part when it comes to like certain policies. You know, yeah. 
but that's all but, I, but but that's the thing is you know i have the streams there for the watch time and then i have the pre-recorded videos because for the most part you know unless you're like really really big streams do like okay honestly yeah. on your I mean, platform if you, you want to reach that point where you have a really good sizable small audience and this is from talking economics mm -hmm. standpoint make money who you've got regular super chatters that they want to support you mm -hmm. and that's how a lot of people make money on youtube they run a stream and they have that dedicated base of super chatters that show up and support them yeah and and that that and that's a foundation and and now i'm not quite there i have some super chatters but i'm not quite there because i don't debase myself on stream i'm not drinking for i'm not doing uh shots for money i'm not doing other shit if you're super chatting me it's like the way they super chat uh gary or or geeks and gamers they're super chatting you because they like what you're saying or they want to throw throw their throw a question into the discussion and move it in one direction that's the kind of super chats i get hmm. and i'm fine when it happens but i'm fine when it doesn't happen because i'm not asking people i'm not i'm not dsping people i'm not saying oh, i need i need money to pay on bills yeah of course i need money to pay the bills but if you're going to be generous, you're just going to be generous. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to demand you pay me for this. I'm entertaining you. And if I've entertained you enough to the point where you want to support me, mm -hmm. that's great. Right now, all I want most is subs. That's all I want the most. Grow the channel. Yeah. Bring in, bring in, bring in a new audience. Find new people. I mean, we had a guy on Star Trek Engage a Sunday. Uh, he At the last minute, he realized we were simulcasting. He's like, oh, can I simulcast? We all said, yeah, sure, go ahead. I got a bunch of subs out of that. I got a bunch of gifted subs out of that on the channel. Mm -hmm. So it, it, there's always new people out there. And that's the most important thing right now, reaching the audience. Then mm -hmm. people know that I'm here to entertain you. And the people I bring on my shows or people I go on other ch channels for, we're here to make you have a good time. We're yeah. to laugh. And just remember, we're all retards. We are all fucking boomers. Mm -hmm. It's a miracle. Sometimes we pull up the shit we do. <laughs> it's also crazy. Really? Cause I, I always tell people, you know, huh, I've always been doing this just, just, just for fun, like numbers and stuff like that, you know, because the only problem with the numbers thing is you see it every day because you log in and you see your numbers. It's a stressful front. thing. You, you got to yeah. put it in its place. You just, once you put it in its place and as long my, my policy is as long as I see growth, I'm OK. I can I can find it as long as growth. It's one step closer. And I go by the net, the net every day could be the day a video goes viral. It yeah. could, that, this could be the day. This could be the day I get an invite to. A bigger show. This could be the day that somebody mm -hmm. says, "I'd like to come on your show." This would be the day somebody says, "Hey, would you like to? Would you like to collaborate on something?" Hell, ha half mm -hmm. the people I stream with right now, uh, some of the most people I stream on a regular basis, they either reached out to me or I reached out to them and said, "Would you like to work on this? Would you like to do this?" And here we are, co-hosting all the time, this and that, doing streams, mm -hmm. and th that that's how it happened all the time. And simply because also we are all passionate fans of the stuff we cover. Plain and simple. And yeah, do we give each other shit? My God. If you tune into Dermy Wormy's channel at 11 p.m. every Friday, we say the most horrific things to Dermy. He is our gay is little twink, six foot five land beast bitch, but he's our bitch. And we're the ones that can make fun of him and tease him and bust his balls. You come in and do that from the outside, then you have to deal with the rest of us because he's our guy. And he's a degenerate little weirdo. But he's our degenerate little weirdo. I mean, uh, all right. Let me. Let me oh, hey, you know what? I think I deleted it, but I can upload it real quick. This is just. I mean, if you mind, I will. I'll share this and just give you a taste of just some of the uh, the the crap that we get up to on there. This was from Mellow Mondays uh, 
last week. Oh, shit. No, I did delete it. Darn it. If you give me a second, I'll re-upload it so I can share it. Uh, but um, when you have Dermy on, you're guaranteed to – he's, he's going to set it up himself. He's going to say something does. Stupid. Yeah, he's, he's got gonna, this thing or he does it. He just does it himself. He sets it up. He says what he says it all on his own, and you don't have to work very hard mm-hmm. to do it. Uh, now it's my job to be the one to jump on it when it happens. It's my mm-hmm. job. It's my job to give him shit. Now, of course, Dermy can give as good as he gets. That's the other thing. Dermy can give as good as he gets, and anytime that, anytime he says stop, we will all stop instantly. If he says, guys, I've had enough. Let's not do the beat up on me shtick anymore. We will stop. But he'll give it. I mean, listen, mm-hmm. every guaranteed every stream, at least once a stream, he's going to mm-hmm. call me a dirty Jew. Once a stream, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're cop. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to he's going to call me. A, he's going to call me. He's going to say, I want to I want to show you a shower. You see all kinds of stuff. But it's <laughs> it's the shtick. And then I'm going to say, shut up, you goddamn little bitch. Or I'm going to call him gay or something like that. But that's the deal. But he's but it's fun. It's entertaining, and the chat loves it. Chat is a good time. But this this is from the, last week's Mellow Mondays. Uh, let me get it here. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, put it up here. Good. Put it on the Google Chrome because Firefox doesn't like uh, Streamers doesn't like Firefox. You can't share audio. There uh, we go. That's always weird. How on Streamers Firefox weird. doesn't share audio. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, got the Chrome tab for Streamyard, but you don't have a Firefox. Okay, so this is from last Monday. Just an example of what happens on Mellow Mondays. Uh, when, you never know who's going to show because what it's my open. That's my open door policy show. If you get the link, you can come and go as you please. Although uh, my devil made me do it. The owner of Bielsa Hub, check him out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he um, he's basically my co-host because he decided to come on and just hang out with me all the time. So he's always basically there. But this is this generally what happened this week. We had was me, Devil, uh, Mister Bug, and Dermy decided to show up because we said I said to him. You can either play Pal World or you can come on here and and and, and chat with us. Mm-hmm. And he came on. So if you share this, this is what happened on uh, on Monday last week and how Dermy just kind of does it to himself. He didn't have to work. He didn't have to work at all. Hmm. Is he? Uh, all right. So what did we Dermy ta- do? Uh, watch and see. Watch and see. So we were talking about Alexandra Dardar. We were talking about Percy Jackson, yeah. and we started talking about Al- Alexandra Dardar. Yeah. Of course, the beautiful woman outstanding one all right so here we go that's just that is just oh god those, those eyes are... dude those eyes man those eyes i'm not looking at them she eyes can... right now. you know what i know but that's but see that she she is a total package she is a total package i usually think ryan I, I usually <laughs> think ryan is very cringe when he says this but she can shit in my mouth whoa I mean, God, why, why do you i agree with him why Ryan says that shit. Ryan says this shit. If I jumped off a bridge, would you jump off a bridge? But you just heard, yeah. Here we are worshiping this beautiful woman, and you're talking about German shit eating. I mean, come listen, on. Listen, listen. I will drag my ball sack. No, 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 no. Listen, a hundred miles worth of broken glass, salt, and lemon juice just to smell her farts. We're not on your goddamn stream. We're not Adam's stream. Wow, I am. Respect the man's house. You don't take shit in his goddamn fridge. (laughs) Dermy doesn't do himself. (laughs) He just doesn't. I mean, can you really 
disagree with him there. That woman's pretty hot. I, I only saw her in a yeah, Baywatch. Like, that girl's hot. Oh, fuck. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not letting her shit in my mouth or fart in my face. That didn't happen. You, <laughs> dude, not... you, come on. You gotta just no. be like, hey. Some days you gotta just say fuck you. No, 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 no. no I draw the line. No, there is no scat involved in my sexual play. There's no. You gotta scat just involved. dig her fucking booty hole clean of all her shit and then put your no. No, that ain't happening. Then the magic is gone. Magic is gone. <laughs> Once you clean her out, you already know what's clean. No, she you can gotta clean start digging into it. No, no, she can clean herself out before she comes to bed. No, no, no. If you but, do it, you know it's clean. No, you, see, that's the that's the. No, no. <laughs> I, I, I want the mystery to remain. The mystery of her butthole to remain. Yep, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah I want that <laughs> But uh, yeah, so but that's kind of fun. We have. You never know what's gonna happen, and we have a lot of fun with that stuff. And that's what it's like streaming. Mm-hmm. And out with the with the network of the crew I went with. We just have fun. And all those guys are memers right there. And I've gotten my own shit. I mean, l- last week, uh, randomly, instead of saying man, I said we're all women. I had to run with that for the rest of the day. I It's on, on Star Trek Engage, because we're doing TOS, I get called Adam the Red Shirt. And I say, mm-hmm. I'm the Red Shirt. Well, I had to call myself Adam the Red Skirt that day because the channel, because the, 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 the chat carried over and they wouldn't let me forget it. So I had to run with it. You got to run with the memes. You got to run with the jokes and you got to have a good time with it because that's part of the game. Part of the game. Enjoying the fun. And, you know, if we happen to make some money doing it, then that's even better. And pissing off SJWs, well, that's just the icing on the cake because that's the thing. They hate what we do. They hate it. They're scared of us because we attract, we attract real people. We attract the normies. We attract the authenticity of it all because we care. And they don't care. They're, they're all soulless and empty. And, Everybody. you know, next time you come on, second appearance, oh, we'll do a, you know, a simu, call it a simulcast. Fucking hell. You know, I can always clean up my language for YouTube. People think, as one guy said, you're too unfiltered. No, 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 no. I can clean up my la- I'm not a fuck. I'm not going to be on your channel going, you know what? Trans people, they're chicks with dicks and dicks and what dicks they- and pussies and vagina. Yeah, I'm not well, like listen, that. I'm, I'm no, I'm no prude. All I say, you can people can curse all they want. All I say is abide by terms of service. Don't say the things that will get yeah, my yeah, channel like fuck black people. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was we we had Sheep City in on Ballbusters last he's week. He's black. And, I thought he was white. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's black. Yeah, his oh, girlfriend's white though. Oh, see that that see that's how you get him. There you go. Um, no, no, we were we were two half two hours into the stream. He just dropped a hard R N word. He just dropped it. <laughs> And Derby just went, no. And we were, we were, we were, we were, we were, we started laughing. <laughs> and she just went like this. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll ask you a few more things before we head out, which is you got any plans for your channel coming up, coming up in 2024 or anything as far as like writing your. Uh, well, like that? Uh, well uh, I'm always working on. Well, I've got all my. The way I write, uh, the way my brain works, I don't take notes it's all up here so mm-hmm. i'm always working on something i am going to begin work on a book very soon because mm-hmm. again my buddy jed he likes to do a uh occasional show called writer's corner where mm-hmm. we talk about what we're writing talk about themes we're writing this and that and i made a promise if he's next time he schedules the show i'm gonna have some chapters done so i'm gonna start working on something soon book two of, of my current series uh other than that just my weekly stuff uh mellow mondays 9 p.m eastern every week uh, Wednesdays, Natural 20 at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Fridays, I'm over on Dermy's channel, Ball Busters, 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern, Saturday Night Drive-In. Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern, The Roundtable, the panel show. 
Then right after that at 4.15 p.m. Eastern, Star Trek Engage. And uh, I'm either on other channels after that as, as a guest here and there, or I'm just taking it easy. And on my gaming channel, the Renaissance Nerd Arcade is where I uh, either post recording games or do live streaming gaming. And throughout the week, you can catch regular videos on my channel. And we're coming up on February, which means it's a re it's a review month. We got Halo Season 2. We got Avatar on Netflix. We've got uh, we got uh, Spider, Madam Web. And then after that, we've got Fallout in March in April. I think it's I think it's March. Yes, yeah, March. So we got it's a lot of stuff coming up. I'm excited. Uh, it's my review time again. I love doing reviews. As I said earlier, it's the backbone of my channel. It's what uh, gets people excited. So I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thanks for having me on tonight. So do you think my dad left me for cigarettes? Uh. Were there menthols? Probably. Then yeah. Marlboro. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Was he getting was, a what was he getting a bottle of King Cobra malt liquor too? King Cobras. Oh my god. My grandma used to drink those. <laughs> we used to with that. We we saw what we I had a friend in college went through a phase of drinking that and we were just going King Cobra malt liquor. And it was <laughs> it was that it was a joke that, and that's that's the only malt liquor I know. Oh I had a friend who drank it for a brief time. Oh, Lord. And uh, any shout-outs you want to give to anyone in particular? Anything else you want to say before we head out? Uh, well, I've mentioned them. Uh, even though uh, I will probably get yelled at for doing this, you should check out Dermy Wormy. He is my co-host on Anime Odyssey. He's white. Month. He's white, fat, and gay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, you can check out my buddy, Jed the Hollywood Scholar. Uh, he is uh, also my co-host for Saturday Night Drive and one of my panelists on Roundtable. Check mm -hmm. out Dre the Brute Daniels. He's, again, one of my owner of Brutal Planet Comics. He is one of my co-hosts every week on the roundtable as well. Mm -hmm. uh, you can check out, I mentioned him, my Monday co-host, Devil Made Me Do It, Bielsa Hub. And then there's a whole bunch of everybody on Star Trek Engage, Samuel the Infamous, mm -hmm. Ryan at Legion Talks, Anna's Game Land, uh, at Horny Alf, uh, and also Devil Made Me Do It. What about a non-horny Alf? No, we like him horny. We like him horny. Okay. And Anna's also Australian, so you got to know. No, 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 she's not Australian. She's, uh, she's Polish, actually. Oh, they're all man. These are all the same at this point. <laughs> what is it? Just don't. If you call yeah. her Scottish, she'll probably just end up beating us all up. <laughs> She's Holy Polish, crap. but lives in England. But no, I, I shoot with a lot of great people. I mean, I, I don't want to leave anybody out, but those are the people who are on all my shows all the time, who I stream mm -hmm. with. So just yeah. and everybody on Ballbusters, which is mostly the same people I just mentioned. Uh, green hair, anti-liberal, a lot of guys like that. So we're we're all having a great time. We're building our section of the fellowship, mm -hmm. just doing it, and uh. Check them all out too. Usually, there are links in the description below of every stream where they appear with me, so you can always find them easy to get there. And once again, uh, uh, thanks for having me on tonight. Yeah, and I, this one last thing I want to tell people before we head out, which is, um, you know, I know there's a lot of bigger consecrators, a lot of people in your circle follow, but if you build up your own thing, as a lot of you guys have been doing, you know, I, I probably won't be able to enter your group. Obviously, I'm a newcomer. Everything. No, you but, could, there. There's always room. There's always room. Hmm. Room for a black guy. I could be your token black guy. We we got hmm. several black guys. We're fine. Oh fuck. Well then that's now I have literally no usage at all at that point. It's just I tell people, hey, you know, you like big content creators, well, make your own thing. So that way, yeah. like they could notice if they do ever notice you, you know that you weren't some like clone version of them. Cause like that, that's the worst thing anybody could be on YouTube, is just a clone yeah. version of someone else. That's that's like well, they're not listen, channels don't last forever. At some point. The, the level below rises to the next level right so yeah. 
be you have to be there ready to take to fill the vacuum when somebody has to say, okay, I'm calling it a day. I've done all I can do. I'm moving on to something else. So then you step up, and if their audience knows you, then they're going to come to you as well. And it's it's just a game. Play the game. Know how it works. And uh, don't get discouraged. All I can say is to anybody doing this thing, don't get discouraged. You're going to have your down moments. Mm -hmm. You're going to feel like, what am I doing here? You'll hit plateaus. You might even valley a couple times. I valleyed bad last summer when I got sick, and I didn't put anything up for a month. I I had to climb out of that hole. Oh, yeah, dude. I I had those points where I had strikes on my original channel. If you don't upload for like a a week, give or take, it not be that bad. Two weeks, if you don't upload for a month, oh, you're you're in the gutter for a while, actually. And I and we think I was shadow banned for a while, too. We think I was shadow banned. A lot of people say because they couldn't find me on searches. They couldn't find my channel. So you you got to you just got to soldier on stick to the grind. Either the grind will generate its own results or you'll get lucky or you'll catch the eye of somebody who will give mm-hmm. you a shout out and put just put a spotlight on you and give you a mega push. Oh, also the, the another thing to mention a lot of people here too is even when you're if you're growing but you're growing slowly on YouTube, you gotta understand YouTube is such a competitive place now. Well, most every place on it, Twitch, Kick, Rumble, yep. every place is competitive. The fact that you even have the amount of people you do have following you, subscribing, and watching you, yeah, I am people thankful. out there that would have that have a hundred subs. I am know? thankful every day for my chat and my subscribers, and I thank them every day. I'm I'm not here without them. I'm not mm-hmm. going in about ne- next week is my three year anniversary. Next week is my three year anniversary. We'll be celebrating it uh, on Mellow Mondays on I think February fourth or, th- mm-hmm. or fifth. Uh, it in uh, without my chat, who was there from the beginning, the the ten twenty people who were there day one that subscribed, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. So yeah, I great. I am grateful for every little bit I got, and I'll be grateful for every little bit I get in the future and whatever whatever happens because I. I'm determined to make this work. This is my this is my job. This is my life right now. I'm determined mm-hmm. to make it work because I have I have dreams I want to fulfill, and YouTube is the first path to making that happen. Yeah, man. Oh, wish you nothing, nothing but the best. Can't wait to have you on again. You know, maybe we'll have you on the panel show, and we'll happy to be here. You know, we'll uh, you know have the guys come on to you and ask to fist you. You know, yeah, yeah. Hmm. No, this- maybe we'll have the hot ladies I have on try to you know well slob well, your knob. Well, hey, hey, okay. Well, and now we're talking a game. <laughs> but have a great day, everyone. We'll see right. you guys later. Uh, make sure you guys check out uh, Renaissance Third on YouTube. Oh, yep. let me see. You're on YouTube. Yeah. I did not know your channel was in your link in the description box below. Your sorry, your bio. Uh, let me. Yeah, start. all my information in my bio. I got to change a couple of start time changes, but yeah, all the information yeah. easy to find me. Rena- the Renaissance Nerd is my channel, uh, or at Renaissance Nerd. And uh, my gaming channel, Renaissance Nerd Arcade. All right. So I just subscribed to you. Oh, awesome. Thank and, you. And I'll drop will... my – what's in my private chat? Private chat. Here's the channel that I have right uh, now. Uh, uh, the one we're on? Yeah, I got it. I actually have it right here. Well, this so, is on uh, Rumble. I dropped the YouTube oh. channel one in okay. the private chat. I do have – well, the podcast is also on Twitch too, but I generally – like if it's one platform I hate even more than YouTube, it, it might just as well be Twitch because Twitch mm-hmm. I hate. Oh, Twitch passion. is garbage. It's garbage. It's not, yeah. not even like anything. All right. Well, uh, uh well, uh, you know, uh, subscribe right back to YouTube. Ugh, oh my god! Like you, YouTube has its issues, guys. But I, I, I just think Twitch might be worse. That's saying something. Twitch That's is because Twitch doesn't even know what it is anymore. Yeah. At least we know what we are on YouTube. We know what's going on here. Yeah. Twitch at least people are, are. At least people on YouTube are upfront about bullshit they're on. 
Uh-huh. Twitch just is trash. It's all the yeah. way around. I and, hope I, I hope Kick ends it. Honestly, I hope Kick ends it eventually. I hope it does too. I hope Streamyard it. integrates Kick in the future. If Streamyard could integrate Kick, well, I, I would just stream there. I would not stream Twitch anymore. Streamyard did just integrate Rumble Chat, so they have at least advanced to that stage. So you can so, see Rumble Chats if you're simulcasting. Oh really? Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. So I I told people this before here. I don't. I don't hate Twitch on the level of like, like I hate like really bad people in the world. But let, let's just say this, people. I hate Twitch enough to the point where if Kick was an available option, I could just literally plug in, mm-hmm. hit the stream, and it would go to t- Kick the mm-hmm. same as it does to all the platforms. I would not be on Twitch anymore. Well, when I here. when I game stream, I don't use StreamYards. I use OBS when I do my gaming streams. So even I, X too. Like I told people this before too, dude. X is pretty worthless to stream to. On the only oh, yeah. reason it's why not, you stream, it can't handle it yet. It's not, yeah. The only reason why you stream to X as a platform is because of your you in theory can try to convert your followers into viewers that and really subscribers. doesn't that's happen it. though that doesn't happen yeah it you know, it but... that's the only reason why you do it and that doesn't happen i, I think i've I mean, converted like two people to the reason maybe. The, the reason some of my fellow engaged crew members do it is because when the way we do our star trek show we get blocked 20 minutes after the show's over because we act we're actually showing the show periodically yeah so yeah, i remember yeah we, we get hit hard so they leave it on x and they leave it on rumble so it stays it stays up but it, i'm i get blocked within excuse me hiccups 20 minutes on youtube but so that's one of the reasons the guys stream it on x so that it stays there and people can still go see it so then let me uh i'll follow you on twitter oh, there thanks. you go yeah it's and all, it's mostly shit posting it's mostly shit posting oh it's okay it's fine <laughs> i mostly just call people retarded and they get mad at me it's like hey if someone follows me back if someone follows me or they know me and you say something stupid i'm gonna call you retarded honestly <laughs> X Twitter is for DM room at this point. That's what it really is for. And so I can yeah. get links and so I can tell people what's going on. And so we can all talk quickly uh, because we tried that with Discord and, you know, fuck Discord. I hate Discord. Discord I, is terrible, man. Such I, garbage. Discord is I hate, legit trash. It, it took, I, I miss just having either Ventrilo or Game mm. or, or TeamSpeak because that's all I needed for talking with people while I'm playing a game. I don't need it for a fake form or all that shit. But anyway, all right. So, well, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it's not nice to meet you today, and we can't wait to have you in the future, brother. See you guys later. Peace out.